there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. The world is fucking falling apart. It's a disaster. So we wanted to make sure we did not lose sight of the silly bullshit that separates us. So this is a show for the quotidian things that we disagree on. And this week, it's the Troubled Waters Holiday Special. Yay. Yeah. That's right. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll find out soon. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our first contestant hosts the uh, the podcast, Allison Rosen, is your new best friend, which I've been on, and Childish, which I haven't. You need to come on. Well, I don't have kids. It's but Allison you have a Rosen. Do- you have a dog. Hello. Thank I you do- for having me. Very excited. I love that you use the word quotidian. That, well, it's thank, a good word. thank Riley Silverman, probably. Thank you, Riley Silverman, probably. Tell me about Childish. Mm, so this is the uh, parenting podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. He yep. has a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old, I think, um, and his uh, 19-year-old just left for college. And then I have a 2-year-old and a 0-year-old. Yeah. So we're sort of approaching parenting from a little bit of a different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Even an imaginary um, child? I do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's here right now. Oh, that's nice. He's uh, sitting on your lap. It's very Martha I and George like that <laughs> Okay, come back. He's on my lap now. Um, but it's Irreverent Parenting Podcast, and honestly, we talk about parenting like maybe less than 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. We, we talk a lot about all sorts of things. We do news, a bunch of stuff. So um, a lot of people who don't have kids enjoy it, and people who have kids enjoy it, so uh, please listen. Okay. Childish. Our second contestant is a comic and a writer, and you can check out his album, I Don't Care, I Like It, with our pal Karen Kilgariff. It's Drennan Davis. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling great. I like the applause. I like the support in this room. Yeah, wow. Thanks, guys. I'm feeling very welcome. We don't know who's in our team yet. Well, that's true. We'll figure that out. (laughs) Making allies. Uh, Drennan, you had work on Liquid Television. I did. I did. um, uh, Like When they brought it back, uh, I think this was probably like five or six years ago. Um, Yeah, yeah, I, I taught myself how to animate, and it was just like... It's all about spiders, so it was it was literally stick figures with more sticks, and um, yeah, they liked it and brought it back, and it was it was such a treat just because I grew up with yeah. liquid television. You know, we were just talking about that. It's it's kind of the original Adult Swim. It really was. Yeah, there was good weird shit on that. Show. Yeah, yeah. How is it that there's a full internet and an intimate no, intimate and uh, like a what's the word that I'm, <laughs> eternal uh, infinite <laughs> number. I, how did I forget the word infinite? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Number of like websites and channels and there's nothing that yeah. is that inventive and weird now. Well, maybe we're just not like high teenagers looking for it. It's probably still out there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's um, on like TikTok or something. TikTok. <laughs> it's TikTok. It is TikTok. Uh, our third contestant's newest book, In Defense of Elitism, Why I'm Better Than You and You Are Better Than Someone Who Didn't Buy This Book is in stores now. I read it cover to cover. I know, and you posted about it. It's so funny. Thank you. And thoughtful. Oh, thanks. It's Joel Stein. Wow. This is the uh, Thank you. I was wondering. Thank you. Yeah, you took pictures of yourself in exotic locations reading I sure it. Did. I sure yeah. did. Yeah, at the, the Hard Rock Casino in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, is that what it like looked much guitar. It looked much cooler than that. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, was, really? Was exactly. Why that. were you there? I was there because they flew me down to maybe cover it. 
Um, oh. You know how, like, when you work at a magazine, they'll just be like, do you want to come and be here for a weekend and consider writing about I it? I thought and we weren't allowed help. to take those. You take, we... you can take <laughs> those. Okay. You can the take rules those. have changed literally so much in journalism, I don't know what's allowed anymore. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know there were magazines anymore. There are. There are. <laughs> um, yeah, you go and you have, to, you have to say that you will consider covering right. the right. thing, but you don't have to do it. And a tweet could kind of be it. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So... So Good to the, know. The opening of the Hard Rock Hotel. I'll be there soon. And uh, it's shaped like a guitar. Um, opening act for opening night, Maroon 5. Oh, that's, that's right. Wow. That's not bad at all. <laughs> to see them live. Yeah. Uh, there was a comedy club within the casino, Andrew Dice Clay. That wow. is bad. It that was, is bad. I'd much, wow. much rather see Maroon 5. It was, it was pretty He's bad. performing as the Dice Man. Oh, yeah. And is it... <laughs> so, so in the time of Trump, the Dice yes. Man... Any veneer of irony is gone. He's just it's straight gone. up doing yes. racist, sexist. Oh, yeah. And the first five rows are fucking loving it. And then the whole back of the room that just like got tickets because they're in a casino and they won big on roulette or something and they wandered in. It was like, what is going on? Why but there, is... was a, there was a moment where, where Andrew Dice Clay was reconsidered and doing acting roles. Yes. And there was a show about him. That was a him, year ago. And he yeah. was like, I'm only doing this as a bit. I'm really a sensitive old Jewish grandfather. Yeah. But now he's abandoned that and gone straight Trump. Well, I mean, hmm. I, I only saw him on stage. Hickory dickory and... duck. I swear to God, he he ends with the the nursery rhymes. What, there's oh something God. to start in middle with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's other stuff where he talks about. I, I mean, I don't want to get into it because it was really. Was it? it, was, it was were really, you triggered? I wasn't triggered. Okay. I, but I was watching people on dates, like <laughs> triggered. Uh, it was really bad. And uh, and they, and like and then he does the nursery rhymes and he goes, oh, and then he walks off stage. Wow. <laughs> does he smoke behind his back still? Unlit cigarette. That's the that so of the time. many sad that's... things you've said. Yeah. That was the saddest. Isn't that the worst? Oh Isn't that the God. worst? Unlit cigarette. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <sighs> it's pretty bad. Our final contestant is a comedian and can be seen at the Southland Comedy Festival in Los Angeles, January 7th through the 11th, and at the 2020 CBS Showcase at the El Portal Theater, the 14th to the 17th. It's going to be a very busy January for Danielle Perez. Hey! How are you? Yay, I'm great. I'm so great. How are you? I'm great. You are treading the same boards as B. Arthur. As um, the annual, I think Leslie Jordan holiday show. That I mean, all of the greats have been at the El Portal. The El Portal. The, uh, is I'm, it the El Portal? They call it the El Portal oh, Theater. Shit. North Hollywood, baby. That's right. The the NoHo Arts District. I love it. Isn't no, it great? It, yeah, it's fun. I'm really excited. There's um there's a trap door. I'm really excited to use that. Great. Yeah, sketch comedy, baby. Sketch comedy for the masses. <laughs> About a wig, we're doing it. <laughs> I love it. So we've introduced all our players. It is now time to determine teams. So here on Troubled Waters, we're always on the lookout for the things that divide us, however we can find them, using our, our patented conflict-generating methods. Um, so all of us West Coast heathens out here are in the middle of our annual battle that is in no way made up by uh, billionaires. Of course, the war on Christmas. As such, we're always on the lookout for new celebrations to squeeze in the sinfully secular phrase, happy holidays. So we're going to ask each team, and I'll, I'll just say boys versus girls. Why not? Sure. Wow, okay. Why not? Really? Yeah, dividing it down the center of the room. That's the way Dice would do it. It is kind of the way <laughs> Dice would do it, and he's still slugging away after all these years, so maybe he's doing Works something Works for like. him. Uh, each team will come up with their new December-ish holiday that we can insist others are being a by not celebrating. Allison, mm. Danielle, what is your 
December holiday that you would like to pitch and also pitch a fit that nobody else is celebrating? The day of December 24th, I want that to be the national day that we all do our shopping because I am very late to do my shopping and I always feel like some kind of Christmas derelict the way I'm out there like desperately shopping like craving like maybe I start doing drugs that day who knows anything could happen to me I'm like my own Christmas movie by the end I'm a different person I've seen where my life's headed I've got to make some changes all because I didn't have time leading up to Christmas to do it so I think there's a lot of us. I think we lurk in the shadows. So I would like to say on December 24th, let's all celebrate the fact, and stores could cater to this, that we're going to be doing our shopping on December 24th. It takes off the pressure of like doing, you know, eight weeks leading up to it. Sure. And those fuck, can we, we can swear, right? It's fucking people who get it all done in July. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. You are making the rest of us feel so bad. So it's like a a concentrated day before Christmas. Yes, it's like you're- Like some kind of, like almost like a Christmas Eve, you might call it. No, I would not. I mean, okay. I, I like what you're saying. Okay. And I'm sorry. I mean, these are poor improv instincts to know, but. <laughs> okay. No, but Christmas Eve is what you do when you've done your shopping. Oh, I see. This is Christmas Eve day. I see. And I'm going to call it that. Okay. Christmas Eve day. Okay. So why are the people who don't celebrate it or acknowledge it just so unbelievably dead wrong? Because they're tr- like Joel Stein's book, which I haven't read in Florida. Yeah. But I intend to. In Florida? Th- I haven't read it there yet. Okay. That's where you were, right? She's read it Absolutely. in all 49 states, though. <laughs> but Other. except that, but I've got to get there to read it. Um, they're elitist. And in defense of not being elitist, now I'm a real Jedediah Purdy, Yeah, I think. Wow. It was a weird poll, right? Yeah. Um, they are, because they're like, look, I'm better than you. And it's like, no, get here on the ground floor with us and shop the day of Christmas Eve. Wow. Be the father who's only allowed to see his children three times a year yeah on december 24th yeah why not acknowledge that hero day so your team christmas eve day that's our name that's your name oh good yeah joel drennan what's your december i have a pitch but yeah yeah go for it i feel like halloween is a child's holiday it's very where they get candy and they dress up and it's a beautiful moment there's some scary moments but it's been polluted yeah by drunk adults who need to dress in provocative ways to try and have sex on a child's day. I that, wanted, are you thinking Halloween? No, I want this date removed from Halloween. I yeah. see. There's going to be a Make separate Halloween day. spooky okay. again. I see. So we remove, Halloween's not costume day for adults anymore. Right. We return it to the children. Thank we God. give adults their own costume hookup day, uh-huh. December 1st. Or okay. the first, let's say the first Saturday in December. Okay. Slut day. Slut day. Slut day. So they could dress up like just like they are doing right now in Halloween. Okay. Except but, now in December instead. Would it be holiday appropriate? Would it be Christmas appropriate? Nope. Nope. No. It's, it's everything. It's a you're a nurse. You're a okay. sexy elf. I don't know what they do. I got you. You can be slutty Jesus though if you mm-hmm. want to. Okay. Yeah. There's no rules. The world's ready, I think, for a slutty Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. So this Hi. is like a, a more diverse SantaCon. Again, not Christmas related. But I mean, SantaCon. But you could dress up as anything you want. I yeah. Santa- slutty only though. Great. Okay. No Why is the rest of the world so full of shit for not celebrating Slut Day? Well, because people right now want to ruin a day for children. Want to ruin a day for children? That's what they're doing. Okay. Ruin is what I'm stuck on. <laughs> is, did you actually say ruin? Or was that... Ruined. Ruined. <laughs> Ru- Wait, ruined? are you pointing out the way he's pronouncing it? Yeah. He pronounces it like rural jerk. I, yeah. <laughs> I spent my whole life mispronouncing it that way, and now... 
and I like I only became aware of the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. I'm still unaware. Very recently, it's two syllables. Ruin. Ruined. So say now it. when I say it, I have to very consciously go ruin, and it sounds wrong to me because my whole soul wants to say rune. Yeah. How so, many syllables were you talking about? Two. Two. It two. Should be two. Really? Do mm. you just say one syllable? In oh. New Jersey, most words are one syllable. Okay. That's where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say so you your soul ruin is from New Jersey. The ruins. Ruined the runes. Yeah, you're right. I get one syllable in each. Wait, can I ask you guys something? Does yes. anybody here say album, album? No. Okay, like so that. my last manager would not stop saying album. And I'd be like, Jake, are you saying album? And he's like, yeah, I don't know, probably. I'm like, what do you mean probably? Stop saying that. Album? Album. What is he, a five-year-old boy in a suit? Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a nod. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be damned. I've never heard that in my life. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. Well, all right, folks. We got Team Slut Day versus Team Christmas Eve Day. I am ready to celebrate both of those sacred and special days in the month of December. Now, keep those buzz-in words. Those are your buzz-in words at the ready. Christmas Eve Day. Christmas Eve Day. Yeah, I know it's a long buzz-in, but I'll I'll hear the the cr, and I'll go right to you. We're going to start the show with a game. We like to call Help Dave Decide. I'm preparing for my big holiday party. I'm very excited about it. I'm sure you all got your invitations for it. If not, maybe check your spam folder. Mm. Um, You know, things get lost in the mail. Uh, I have a few last-minute planning things that I'm just having trouble finalizing. I need your help. I'm going to give you a dilemma that I'm having trouble deciding over. Either team can buzz in, tell me what direction I should go with and why. Then the other team will have to argue the opposite side. I can ask follow-up questions if I need more info. I'll award points to whichever team shows the most passion and changes my mind. Okay, here we go. So, like, when it comes to party time, Mm -hmm. uh, like 5 p.m.-ish, light snack, send people out to dinner for the night, or do we do the 8 p.m., you're in for the whole night? It's very action focused. So you're, yes. you're the party is happening in the morning. This is an eight a.m. call time. Eight a.m. call. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're drinking your bullet coffee. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> An eyedropper of you know. An eyedropper of tincture in there. Sure. Your North Hollywood speedball. Yep. Right. You're sure. getting jacked. You're getting fucking ready because you're gonna hit those stores. Yes. All right. Okay. So it's an eight a.m. party. What are we serving? Eggnog. An eggnog. Which, by the way, I only recently... Di- oh, sorry. I'm realizing I need to up my passion. I recently discovered that some people hate eggnog. Did you just up your passion? I did not. That was <laughs> this, barely perceptible. Honestly, one time I had an audition for a host position, uh-huh. and I did the whole thing, and then they're like, that's great, but could you just try to do it like more sexy? And so I just I did it again. They're like, okay, I think you just lowered your voice a little. And I'm like, that's as much as you're going to get. I don't, I don't know how to do this. So uh, this is my passion. I just eggs. get louder. Okay. Um, anyway, I've recently discovered that some people are very anti-eggnog. They Whoa, find too it too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they find it viscous and gross. I am I so into. Well, if you love it, yeah. And I love it. Yeah. And I'm coming to your party at 8 a.m. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, you're serving eggnog. Okay. And some alcoholic eggnog for people who just want to get wild and loose. Yeah. Coquito. Like an adult tailgate party. Yeah. Coquito, um, that's just like. Caribbean eggnog. Okay. From there's coconut in it. Okay. Um, What's it called? Coquito. Okay. 
It's legit. I thought it gets you, you lit. Say, I really <laughs> thought you said cookie thought. Uh, no. Like you had a cookie idea. <laughs> cookie and thought. You were just and cookie announcing thought. cookie thought. Okay. No, but really, I mean, the the drink you're celebrating is like secret breakfast, yeah. which is just like whiskey sure. in your coffee sure, sure. with like cereal. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's okay. what you're doing. You're getting jacked. You're getting fucked up because you're about to hit the stores. Okay. Like we want you leaving the house in as delirious a state as possible to celebrate Christmas Eve day. And you're yeah. going to be fighting people in the streets. Yeah. You don't even have to eat you could literally just give people rails of cocaine cocaine and crumble up some cookies too you can do rails of cookies rails of cocaine wow okay all right it's a party this is good for late stage capitalism get me fucked up get me to the mall Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning i like it uh team slut day why should i have a party at like regular party time 8 p.m Oh, I don't know. Maybe because getting day drunk only sounds cool. <laughs> no, no. Alcoholics really seem to like like hardcore yeah. on their deathbed alcoholics. That's their thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And they're fun at the party. They are that very fun at the party. Um, I don't think anyone's on the same page with them. Oh, Nick Cage they're... and Leaving Las Vegas. Who doesn't want that in the home? <laughs> I mean, I want Nick Cage all the time, but. Doesn't sound like yours is much of a celebration. Yeah, yeah we ha- haven't gotten to the party ha- yet. That's You're having true. an 8 p.m. party. Let's face okay, it. Yeah. Okay. You don't that's, like that's kids a party. in your party. No. This is this is not a party for old people who want to get home and catch whatever old people watch on Netflix now. It's that mm-hmm. Kaminsky method, or is it the Frankie and I don't the Johnny? I don't know. <laughs> Frankie and Johnny and the Clairdolin. Yeah. Uh, no, you're going to have an 8 p.m. adult party. People are going to leave around 12 or 1. You'll clean up the next day. Yeah. You've done it before. It works. The kind of people who come to a 5 p.m. party are the kind of people who have, you know, going to get home to their kids yeah, by eight and they're going like to be an careful. Office party it's, it is. Sitter. It's exactly right. It's an yeah. office party. The point on this one has to go to Team Slut Day. I'm sorry. We need to bring up sluts. Yeah. You, <laughs> I felt it, though. Yeah. Um, you bring up a good point, though, Joel. Uh, kids at the party or adults only? Anyone can buzz in. Kids! Sorry, Christmas Day. Yeah. Look, and it's not just because I have kids. It is because I have kids. You should have kids at your party. It makes it so much more cute. Okay. Okay. I feel that I feel resistance, Dave. Yeah. I'm sorry. You should have kids. You don't. Do you? Do you really want to throw a party where your friends who have kids either they are going to say they're going to come and then they're not going to find be able to find a babysitter because it's the holidays and it's really hard to find a babysitter. Uh So all of a sudden they're going to flake at the last minute. Uh Uh. that you're gonna have extra eggs, <laughs> the right. eggs that you you know, because right. you chose how many eggs based on the RSVP sure. on your paperless post. Yes, three eggs uh, on yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so that or they're gonna get a babysitter, but then they're gonna be watching the clock. They're not gonna have a fun old time because they're worried about getting home to the babysitter and how much it's, it's so expensive and blah blah blah. You're gonna feel like you owe them, or yeah. there's just gonna be this reason. Just have a party with kids. Yeah. It's w- just fun. Okay. You want kids at the party because kids on your Instagram stories generate mm. a lot of engagement. Oh. People yes. love seeing kids. They're dressed up mm-hmm. in holiday gear. Yeah. Okay, dressed up like Santa Claus, the gingerbread man. You know, a fucking reindeer, a little kid with a red nose. Mm. Give me that shit. Liking, heart, reacting only. Interesting. Okay. Also, put them to work. Kids love acting like they're the adults at the party. Okay. All right. You got a little butler now. All of a sudden, passing out the eggnog, passing out the coquito. Like, make them useful. Hey, oh Past my God. Deviled eggs. Have you ever, like, used a broom? It's a very cool toy. Not a lot of kids have had this. Okay, now sweep that kitchen. Oh, wow. I'm just saying there's a lot of bonuses to kids at the party. Interesting. 
Team Slut Day? Why adults only? Because there's so many things that you could not do if kids were at that party. You can't have loud music. There's not going to be just flash nudity. There's not going to... I mean, there's so many things that you do as an adult in a party that kids just ruin. As far as, like, having them serve out food, I I don't want their little fingers touching anything I eat. Like, that's just gross. I literally don't come to your party because it requires a babysitter. Yeah. And I would come if I had a kid. Nevertheless, I came once Mm -hmm. without a child. Mm-hmm. That party would be ruined by children. Yeah, no, you can't have children. You can't have children. explain why any party would be ruined. Because ruined all by ruined. <laughs> all you do is pay attention to your kids, and your kids are running up dad, to you. Dad, dad, dad. And, it's all, dad, and nobody is actually dad, having a conversation. Dad, nobody's dad, interacting. Dad, nobody's, dad, nobody's, nobody's getting drunk. Yeah, right. And, uh, and no, there's no frisian in the air. Yeah. There's no possibility of anything interesting either conversationally or sexually or drug-wise happening right. when there are children around. That's right. what it's, Again, it's an office party. It's true. Yep. It's very true. However, I do like the idea of a child doing my cleaning. So the point goes to uh, Christmas Eve day on that one. You guys won that round. Congratulations. It's 2-1, Team Christmas Eve day. Let's go on to a round uh, that we like to call competitive anecdotes. This is the round where we let our, our talented performers uh, compete by talking about their favorite subjects themselves and their own experiences. For this round, I'm looking for your anecdotes about your best or worst winter holiday experience. It could be Christmas. It could be New Year's. It could be Hanukkah. It could be how annoying it is that we've elevated Hanukkah to like an equivalent of Christmas. Yeah. Is that is that yeah. Joel, is that? You're correct. As a Jew, Alice, I don't know how you feel, but I think uh, Hanukkah should not have tried to be the equivalent of Christmas. It's a sad attempt. No, according to my parents, it really was never a. It was never an equivalent of Christmas. Yeah. Like that's a sort of recent thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Adam Sandler did it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? No, no, no. It was happening okay. when I was a kid too. Yeah, yeah. So give us your holiday stories. Maybe a story about the time you found the perfect gift for your partner, or the time that your mom had security escort her out of a Target with the last Tickle Me Elmo, so she wouldn't get mugged for it on the way to her car. Holiday stories is what I'm saying. Anybody got them at the ready? I have a story I'm not proud of. Go ahead. And But it instantly jumped into my mind as my worst holiday. Okay, so picture it. It's uh, 1999 turning into 2000. Sure. Everyone's going to go, why too crazy? Oh, We're sure. all pulling cash out. We're, We're getting peanut butter. You're stupid if you don't have a full tank of gas because who Absolutely. knows what could happen. Mm-hmm. Get your bottled water. I'll tell you what could happen. I what? could end up having sex with someone who was the friend of a friend who had a girlfriend at the time, but she was not local, on the kitchen floor of the apartment I had just moved into while a bunch of people were asleep in the living room. Again, this is one. This is a real low point Are we? Is it me. linoleum that we're talking here? Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Wow. It was wow. uncomfortable. And the thing is, there clean. was... What? Easy to clean? I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was like wall-to-wall carpeting and then it had that strip of metallic looking something or other and then it switched to linoleum and out of respect to the people who were passed out in the living room the action happened on the linoleum instead of just a few feet away on the wall-to-wall carpeting um how do we leave it with this gentleman uh, so there was one other time that we fooled around yeah and then the mutual friend got in the middle of it, not act, not actively, but uh, talked because this was his friend, 
And he, I was like the youngest one in the group of friends. And he talked to him and he's like, don't be doing whatever you're doing. And then I found out, and because I was so young but thought I was so old, I got really, really upset and kind of like blew up the friendship because I felt like, don't interfere in my life. And yeah. it, I've, it, it's been on my mind lately because I've been thinking he was trying to look out for me. Yeah. Um, but I just was too young to see that. Oh, wow. Mm. Happy you, holidays. Are you, <laughs> Happy holidays. Are you and this gentleman friends on Facebook now? We are actually. That's nice. Yeah, we're we're both married and have kids. Okay. Right. See, if that was on Slut Day, that would have been celebrated. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. It would have been expunged from the record. Do what you want. Yeah. yeah. I needed a free. Well, I was ready to go wide too crazy, and it didn't happen. Well, Nothing oh, weird happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. Except for me, I I got weird. Sure. <laughs> and he did, but. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Anyone else? Holiday stories. On Y two K, I was going to write the cover for Time Magazine, or I did write the cover for Time Magazine. And so I thought, like, what did we do? Because I didn't believe in Y2K. So I sent <laughs> uh, someone to sit in a bunker with a family that had bought all the millet they could and were prepared for years of being in the bunker. Uh-huh. I sent someone on an airplane with the head of the FAA. So it would be there at midnight to see if it fell from the sky. Wow. And um, one other thing. But the millet family was fascinating to me because they all got in their bunker with their board games and their millet, and they had their television, and they were watching, like, Guam was okay, yeah. and then it went around the world, and everything was fine. And I, I was like, "What are they going to do? They've been preparing for this for years. This is like a huge event for them. Their whole, you know, religion has basically been proven incorrect. How do how do people deal with this emotionally?" Yeah. Within an hour, they were like, "Oh, okay. We have a lot of millet for the next year. This wasn't a bad idea. We're <laughs> yeah. prepared in case there's, you know, a, a, some kind of other natural disaster." And they had totally like justified it and were fined in no time, which told me so much about. The, the human uh, psyche. I have a couple wow. questions. I'm yeah. sorry. Yep. I, no, please dive over. in. One, uh, so you didn't actually do this. You just sent people around. Two, I sent like, there, I had reports from like 20 people. I had a file that was probably 500 pages delegated. that morning. And I had to come in. I came in through Times Square right after, a couple hours after New Year's Eve, which was just a disaster of, of course. mess. They must clean it at some other point. And then I went to an office where I was like one of the only people there. And I read like 500 pages of, stuff and just condensed it into a cover story of I did no reporting. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. I only think of millet as something you give to birds. Yeah, apparently if you're ever in a really bad situation for a couple of years you want some millet stored. Okay. I think it was millet. Maybe it was some other grain. I think it was millet people were storing. And it never goes bad. I, I assume. It takes a long time to go I don't bad. Know. Okay. I don't know. Wait, can I tell someone else's near Year's Eve story? It's not mine, but I loved it. <laughs> this guy was a teenager and uh-huh. it was New Year's Eve back when we were you and I were teenagers. Yeah. And he was driving around looking for this party, like yeah. book smart style. And he kept not arriving. At the, they didn't know where it was. They, it was getting closer to midnight. They were getting more and more stressed. Finally found the person's home, rang the doorbell with like minutes to midnight. They go inside and it's just a family. And they're like their parents. So it's like grandparents and parents <laughs> because they're, they're going to miss the moment of New Year's Eve, they stay <laughs> for New Year's Eve and like take a picture with them and toast with these random older people. And that's their New Year's Eve moment. That's amazing. Oh, I love that's it. Wonderful. If this had been in the time of Twitter, that could go viral and they could celebrate every yeah. I've always wanted New to use that somewhere because that yeah. it's so real, that moment where you're like, oh my God, it's midnight. I have to just deal with <laughs> yeah. wherever I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they brought fuck. them in too, which I love. I love it. I love it. Anyone else? 
Um, I'm trying to think of like good stories. I can uh, what I've been thinking about like all the crazy things that my family gave me over the years. Like my uncle gave me a, a condom when I was eight. <laughs> oh, not even it was just like a generic condom. It was like it was just yellow and said condom on it, and he <laughs> thought that I was ready. <laughs> And I was so disturbed by the whole idea because I, I would, hadn't thought about sex or anything yet. No. Um, my mom. What year are we talking? Let's see. This well, this was in the '90s. Yeah, I was I was young. I was like eight. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It, but did you know what it was and what it was for? Or? I mean, I knew what a condom was, but uh, you know, he had to pr- basically explain it to me. And, and like, he did? like, yeah, like he really thought he was like, "You're a man now." <laughs> You're gonna want to use this. Did he demonstrate like on a banana or something? No, no, not at all. And and the rest of my family was just horrified. Wait, he did this in front of your family? Yes. Do you still have that condom? He thought he was kind of a joker, jokester kind of guy. Uh, Yeah. What did other people get that night? Yeah. Can you imagine giving an eight-year-old a condom? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what were some of the other presents? Was it just? Oh, so my well. Over the years, my mom, like, she always thinks I'm eight. And, you know, when she found out that I was doing comedy, she just always gets me, like, really weird. Like, one year she gave me, like, and this was in my 30s, she gave me a, a, a how to be a balloon animal maker kit. Oh. Like, she thought oh, I was going to. that's fun. It's cute. That's really sweet. It's I cute. I mean, you work with puppets. It's not insane. That's true. That's a good point. That's a very good you point. You do a kid's thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do this kid's This is stuff. a great gift. What are you talking about? You're right. You know what? I'm gonna You'd go. I'm gonna self. go dig that out and learn how to make balloon I, animals. I turned on my own team. Well. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 this is good. This is the level of passion we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was another story, but now I'm blanking. Danielle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my stories are sad. I hate the holidays. Straight up, full disclosure. Do not like this time of year. Um, there was the Christmas that my sister, my dad is a great dad but um he truly is like give me your christmas list i don't care um my sister and i are a year and a half apart and one year i got her a gift that was clearly on her list and it was addressed to me and i opened it up and my sister threw the biggest fit at christmas and we're not eight we're not five years old we were like 15 and 16 and my sister was like christmas is over christmas <laughs> is canceled uh just wow. like having a full-on meltdown tears sobbing locking herself in the bathroom Jeez. that kind of level of um just like anger you know like how dare i wow. and she i'm a bitch so yeah. i was like i love my new sweater this is gonna look so <laughs> great on me Ooh, i can't believe i got this i didn't even ask for it just Totally. Damn. That was a real <laughs> Christmas just present. Turning for you. it all. Just, oh, I love it. I'm sorry. I'm a child of divorce. I love it. Oh, love I, I love instigating too. Was Christmas. It, was it for you or was it accidentally labeled? My dad to you? just, it, like, he wrote to Danielle, okay. but it was clearly not for me. Like, it was like my sister's sweater. She, like, it was like from, like, you know, the limited two. Just oh, so no. important. Uh, An important garment in name. her life. I love that. Uh, but it's the condom that won you that point. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I think we're tied now, right? 2-2? Two, two? Oh, boy. Two points for Team Christmas Eve Day. Mm-hmm. Two points for Slut Day. Uh, we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Hold up. 
Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. And we're back with Troubled Waters here playing for the concept of Slut Day. We have Drennan Davis and Joel Stein. Sluts. Uh, Yeah. For the idea of Christmas Eve Day, we have Danielle Perez and Allison Rosen. Now, Joel... You and I were on the same game show back in the 1990s. Not at the same time. Not at the same time, no. 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 However, uh, Benj Hewitt, who was at your book party, mm-hmm. uh, I competed against him on Idiot Savants. You've got, oh, I think he told me that. That's so Isn't crazy. That crazy. So there was a show called Idiot Savants in the 1990s with Greg Fitzsimmons as the host. Oh, what was his Allison's name? Allison's podcast my, co-host. My co-host, yeah. yeah. your co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt something playing the brain. That's right. What is his name? God damn it. Well, anyway. Uh, there was a giant brain that was mm-hmm. the uh, the sidekick. And it was, you had to, like, it was a bunch of general knowledge questions. And then if I was you on the very day, first week of it. You were on the first yep. week. And I remember reading your column about it in Time oh, Out that's New right. York. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then if you won for the day, you then went into uh, a soundproof area and had to answer questions about your yes. area of expertise, which, what was yours? Well, Mine was the TV show Taxi, mostly because I had been at um, TV Guide as a fact checker, and I knew there was a book, one book about Taxi, and it had a quiz in the back. Yeah. So I gambled on the fact that they were going to just read me questions from that quiz. And did they? They did, and it, which made the show very freaky, because they'd get about four words into a question, like, in the Sunshine Cab Company, this, yeah. this, and I'd say, $1.27. And there was no way a human being could know that unless they knew the question in advance. So it seemed very weird. Right. Because I don't know if this is still true. This is not true in this game show. But there were people, you were like sequestered by an FBI guy because of the quiz show scandals. Yeah, yeah. Like they uh, took no, it's that, still that way. It's still that way. It's the only thing our society is worried about like <laughs> yeah. people cheating on anymore. Yeah. yeah. Is game shows. Right. So so it was even weirder that they were, I clearly had cheated in some way that didn't make sense. And then I won. I had been in dunce for four days. I won on the final day. Yeah. Um, and they gave me a trip to Tahoe, I believe. Okay. Which yeah. I never took, but I paid like hundreds of dollars in taxes on. Same exact thing. You didn't do, go on your trip either. I didn't go on my trip either. I, I, okay, so I won, I won, I think, tell three Greg of the days. Fitzsimmons. Oh, I, those every prizes. time, every time I see him. Yeah. Fred so. Fitzsimmons uh, walked over to me at some point, And I recently went on Go Fact Yourself, in which I had to pick a, oh, that's a, a expertise. I picked taxi. Yeah. And I got, uh, from the memory from that, I got all the questions right, except one and I couldn't remember Randall Carver's name who was the actor who played John the first season Okay. at which point I realized that Randall Carver was going to come out as my surprise guest <laughs> oh shit the one question I didn't get right it was, it was a horrifying day Oh, that's but a Greg Fitzsimmons at some point there was a category called uh, Walker it was Christopher Walken or it was three actors yeah and the three and they asked the question and the other two contest, two of the contestants buzzed in and got the wrong one so all I had to do was say the third actor yeah and I, I was so panicked on that game show yeah. that I said, I repeated one of the actors that <laughs> yeah. got it wrong, at which point Greg like stopped the, the 
walked away from his area, walked over to me, put his arms around me and said, is there anything wrong, buddy? <laughs> Which I've never seen happen on a game show before. That's oh my God! He yeah. never talks about idiot savants. I'm gonna have to correct this right away. It was a great show. So where was your trip Last that you didn't take? Uh, Egypt and Israel. Why would Ooh, you not go? What? Oh yeah. I couldn't, I, I, that one I forfeited because I couldn't afford the taxes. I was oh. working in advertising and I had I was living hand to mouth and I just couldn't afford it. So I got you couldn't a, afford the taxes. In advertising? Yeah. Oh, I was entry level. Like oh. I was literally making nothing. What, what do you think it was? The taxes? Uh, I paid it, my taxes. I didn't know I had a choice on that. What, you could forfeit it that day. Yeah. Oh, oh, I did not. Uh, I thought I was going to. So it go. sort of did the math on it, and it would have it would have been like eight hundred dollars. But that oh. at the time I was twenty four or something. You would have gotten that the trip been, for two to like Egypt and Israel. Yeah, oh, didn't take it. Do you regret that to this day? I kind of do. Yeah. 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 That would have <laughs> been fun. Yeah. Neither of those places I will say are on my list no? of places okay. I need to go. Um, but yeah, I, I, it would have been interesting. Yeah. Just didn't take it. Got a, a telescope, sold it. Well, you um, won, you won several days. I did. I did. <laughs> nice. Oh. I think I won three days. Oh my God. Yeah, I and I think, sweet. and Benj won two. We were, we were, we were dogfighting throughout. Wait, so you, of the five days, you and Benj won them all. I'm pretty sure we did. He's yeah. very smart. He went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a pleasure to do slightly better than him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In and then I, I won a ski trip, which I, Kept and paid the taxes and then could never go. Yeah, that was my problem. I don't know why I was so busy that, that back then without kids. And yeah, a wife. I is that a go. common thing that people don't don't go on their trips? Um, I well for it's like a, us, a but gift we're done. Card, right? It's yeah. like you think you have forever to use it, and then a year goes by and it expires. Right. Yeah, there there do mm-hmm. turn out to be a lot of like uh, restrictions. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you got to take it within six months, and you can't take Kid. it on these. You yeah. can't right. do it. Yeah. Like it was a ski trip, but like all winter weekends were blocked out. You <laughs> have to take it in April or whatever. Uh, anyway, it's a pleasure to it's a pleasure to see you again. It's a pleasure. Right? We didn't see each other that again. We weren't. Yeah, I guess we week. didn't. Yeah, I guess yeah. we didn't see each other yeah. then. Now it is time for a game we are calling. I love this Birth of Rebus. In this round, we have mm. created and curated, in fact, a series of song clips and sound effects that might sound random. When they're played on their own, but put together, they will spell out a term or phrase. So, for example, you might hear... Followed by... How to make pretty paper snowflakes. This is a tricky one, but that would be wrapping paper. Get it? Because Christmas wrapping. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Paper. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Literally, the response from everyone was, horror. oh, my God. Pure, <laughs> pure horror. It's just sure. what you want. It's just, just what you want when uh, <laughs> when someone's unwrapping a gift. I can't wait. <laughs> Terrific. Okay. So, you'll pick it up as we go if you don't get it already. For the actual game, all of our answers will be popular, maybe infamous seasonal song titles. So, think of song titles, mm-hmm. holiday song titles. Listen to the cues and the clues. Buzz in when you think you have it. Number one. All right. Number two. If you smell what the rock is Sluts. Yeah. Jingle Bell Rock. Yes! Drennan Davis has got it. Love it. Let's get into number two. If you can think like a mouse, you can anticipate their moves. Then, boom. Okay. Number two. And clip number three. Your body is wonderland. Your body is wonderland. 
Futs. Yeah. Walking into winter wonderland. Drennan Davis has discovered a hidden talent. So yes, congratulations, nice. Drennan. Nice. Well done. Where did you learn your audio rebus skills? I, I think about this kind of stuff a lot. I make like made up mashups that have a lot of puns and stuff. So I think about this kind of stuff. So uh-huh. really, you literally, yeah. this game is something you do at home. You're sort a ringer. Of. Yeah. I love it. Number three, clip one. <laughs> okay. Number two. Oh, God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Number three. I want to take me to Slut day. Yeah. Santa Claus has come to town. I'm telling you. Sluts. Sluts. Absolutely killing it as they should. Christmas Eve day. Come on. I know. Tighten up. Sorry. As we get into question number four. I know, okay. I know, day, day, our dumb day, yeah. day. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what was the clip again? Baby, it, baby, it's cold outside. Yes. yes. Uh, like, I know what shit. that was. What just happened there? I think what it's happened? just, it's really just the hunger that's taking over. Yeah. Right. That's right. Wow. Sharpening that's right. We your skills. Want it. That's as on it now. Mother of Christ. All right, let's wow. go to number five. Cause little people grow. And little people know when little people Two. Little drummer boy. Well, okay, yes. Wow. Yeah. Can we hear clip number two from question number five, though? Just because it's fun. It's fun to talk over the drum solo from Whiplash. <laughs> oh. Which the day after seeing this movie a couple years ago, I, I listened to just... I fucking love that movie. I do too. Yeah, it's so good. It's like a ride. It is. Yeah. I saw Miles Teller at Ralph's the other day. Oh, nice. He's buying a lot of beer. I think he's having a little (laughs) party. I know a friend who lives near him, and uh, and he throws parties a lot, and he listens to Jimmy Buffett really loudly. Okay. Does he do 8 a.m. parties? I don't think he does. No one does. (laughs) No. No. Uh, The scores at the end of that one are, Uh, Jesus Christ, Slut Day has nine. Christmas Eve Day has but four. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Hey, everyone. It's John Roderick from the Friendly Fire Podcast here with Adam Pranica and Ben Harrison. When was the last time you really liked watching a war film? With Friendly Fire, you get to do it with us. Yeah. You don't even necessarily have to have seen the movie to get a lot out of an episode of Friendly Fire. In many cases, we would recommend that you not watch the movie because there are some really, really bad war movies. But a bad war movie makes a great war movie podcast. And in all cases, we recommend you listen to our show. (laughs) So subscribe and download to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor go the spoiler alerts. Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. Slut Day is really running away with it. As I have to say, I'm a little more sympathetic to this idea. Just dressing all sexy in the month of December and hitting the streets. I like it. Doing last minute frenzy chopping on Christmas Eve is already a day that I celebrate. Okay, fine. Yeah, I don't do it drunk sometimes. Uh, Okay, now it's time for a round we are calling No, No, You Really Shouldn't Have. Uh, We're celebrating the holiday gift-giving tradition that celebrates the true meaning of the season, pretending 
you really love the present your utterly clueless relatives gave you, either Christmas or or this Hanukkah that has been elevated to Christmas <laughs> or Kwanzaa or whatever or your birthday. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. For the purposes of this game, we're going to imagine that we're all at a party. We're in the middle of opening gifts given to you by a well-meaning relative. Each of you actually will get a gift that we have picked from the 99-cent store. Christian, come on in. Give them their gifts. Here's Christian! Yay! Happy yourself. Okay. Here we go. Should we open? Uh, I will I will tell you when. Okay. Oh, my. A bag. Um, I love it. Okay. Okay, uh, Allison, just uh, really, do I get one too? <gasps> oh my god! Nice. Thank yeah. you so much. Okay, so like we'll open them one by one and explain uh, what is in there. Like, oh my gosh! Oh look, it's a it's a it's a solar taco, <laughs> which will you put it in a sunny area and it'll nod yes to you all day long, as oh if to god. say Aww. yes, taco. I, um, I actually love that Danielle. one. Sorry, I love that one. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I would it's use it. It's not your turn yet. I might no, swap not. with you. We get it, Danielle. <laughs> what's in your bag? Let's see. Ooh, let's see. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Wait, what is this? It's like a little alien. It's an alien toy from Disney's Toy Story. Oh, it's like one of the things in the thing. The claw. Yeah. Oh my god! It has slime on the inside. Well, oh my god! Go. No, this is like really, really cool. Okay, I'm so like, you got an alien with slime. We'll, we'll yeah, come back to I'm you. Not... Uh, Joel, what you got? Oh, I got a uh, baby Barbie. I Gross. guess like no, no, like Baby Yoda. <laughs> they're cuter when they're babies. Oh, look, Aww. she's little tiny and fifty years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Alison, what you got? I got. A cooking playset. It's super duper cute. Oh, I can't so wait. Are we supposed to be selling it at this point? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Just oh. say what it is. Oh, oh it's okay. a little tiny thing, and yeah. there's spatulas and stuff. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, yes. Drennan Davis, what you got? Okay. Okay. Oh my God! It's a uh, it's <gasps> a, a bag of animals. A little tiny animals. A farm animals. Little it's tiny a, farm animals. There's a there's a chicken and a, a another chicken. And a cow, and a horse, and a palm tree for some reason. Oh. And a cactus. A pet palm tree. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Now imagine that in this room is that sweet grandmother or great aunt or uncle who dipped into their social security check to buy you a gift. Your goal in this game is to convince me that the item you just opened is something that you simply cannot live without. It's the greatest gift you have ever received. I will judge for things like how convincing and creative and entertaining you make it. Danielle, we'll start with you. No, no, I love it. I love Toy Story. It's one of my favorite movies. I cannot believe you got me this alien and it has slime on the inside. I'm going to use the slime every day. For I'm what, gonna... though, Danielle? What? For what are you going to use the slime? Oh my, I'm going to put it in my hands and squeeze it, oh. and I'm going to think of you. Oh. I'm going to think of all the things you tell me all year round, like straighten my hair and lose weight, and I love it <laughs> so much, Nana. It is so special and thoughtful, and... I'm going to treasure this always. The slime means so much to me. Danielle, I believed you. Thank you. I truly did. Joel? Who are you to me again? I don't know. Dave. You make it up. Dave. Yeah. Thank you so much. As I may have told you, the thing that I want most in life is another baby. But I am... am, (laughs) 
I am 48 years old, uh-huh. and it's not going to happen for me. And I, I've Your come. Your fertility window is closed. Yeah, well, the people I love probably. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, uh, uh, this is going to fulfill that hole in my life. This uh-huh. this Barbie Skipper Babysitters Inc. Uh, adorable, I guess, progeny of Barbie, or is this baby Barbie like Baby Yoda? I'm not sure. Either way, it's a baby. That's all I care about. I mean, I think it can be whatever you want. I think it's baby Barbie. Okay. One one day, this will grow up to be Barbie, and I'll be so <laughs> proud when she gets her first stilettos um, and her first dream house. Oh. Mm-hmm. Allison, I love this small cooking playset. Um, if you know me, which clearly you do from this gift, I love yeah. tiny things. I love little bottles of Tabasco sauce. Mm. I love little Parmesan cheese things. Any mm. sort of miniature thing I just think is so cute. And this has a miniature spatula, a miniature fork. Uh, it's got two little plates, and then it has a bunch of green bananas uh, grapes and um, yellow bok choy, and I sort of dabble with keto, and I read that you can have unripe banana. There's a question, can you have unripe bananas on keto? Because when they're unripe, they have less sugar. So these little green bananas here are a reminder that perhaps I could enjoy green bananas. Oh. This is just, and I love the color scheme. I just, and also... Um, my son would love to play with this too. So maybe I'll let him. I don't know. It's just a perfect gift for me for us. Wow. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. No, I thank feel you. appreciated. No, thank you. Drennan, last but not least. Grandma David, um, how <laughs> did you know? How did you know that I always wanted a farm? Like it's something I've always thought about, like owning a farm one day, but you knew that I'm far too lazy for that. There's no way I'm ever going to have a farm. I'm never going to have that money or really go after that. So I just get all of my, first of all, having a horse, a real horse, that's a nightmare. They like, they kick you and all kinds of stuff. I have a fake horse now. Yeah, you can I get behind a, it if you want to. And I work. have a fake cow that I can pretend that I actually go get the milk from this cow. Yeah. I have a palm tree. Do you know how much palm trees cost? I don't. A lot of money. Do you? Yeah, they're like $50,000 to get like a one that's like full grown. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why I know that. And what's the fucking point of them anyway? Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, nice. you knew. I did know. Yeah. You know, the point for that one goes to Danielle for bringing us into an actual family drama. It really, that felt uh, real. It felt uh, lived it in. Real. That felt lived it in. Felt lived in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It really did. And that was worth 10,000 points, which means... Oh, wow. Thanks, turn. Team Christmas Eve Day is real. The underdog. The furious last-minute shopping that I'm already doing on Christmas Day, I will do after a couple of cocktails and with an extra little spring in my step. Yes. Yep. Congratulations on a on a hard fought victory. Yay. Um Okay, we're gonna we're gonna plug our stuff as we must because it is a podcast. But then to offset the ego karma, we will plug something else that someone else did that we want the world to know about. Allison Rosen, we'll begin with you. Uh, please come see me do Allison Rosen as your new best friend live at San Francisco Sketch Fest, January twenty sixth. I have a, a surprise. Uh, thing that's happening at that show, which is I used to play in a band called the Angoras. Wow. We disbanded many years ago, but we're reuniting for the first time ever to be the musical guest at the show. There will also be guest guests uh, yeah. interviewed. So come to that. And then the day before, uh, I'm doing Childish Live with Greg Fitzsimmons, the uh-huh. aforementioned Greg Fitzsimmons, on January 25th. Go to sfsketchfest.com for info about that. And then um, the thing that I want to plug... Ooh, can I? Can you come around back to me? Because I want to make sure I give a good one. Or should I just do it right now? I'll do, I'm going to say read Joel's book. Yeah. Wow. Read Joel's book. Go to Florida, read it. 
Yeah, go to Florida and read it and be surrounded by the people, by by the boat elite that it talks about. Oh, yeah, that's who you were with in Florida. I was with Florida casino people. Not the intellectual elite who you're with right now. Right, exactly. That's that's the elite of defending. I have a book out that Joel was kind enough to blurb. Oh, yeah. So go to AllisonRosen.com for for that. Love it. All that stuff. Yeah. Danielle? Ooh, um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Diva Deluxe. No E at the end. Uh, I am insufferable. <laughs> uh, my website is thedaniellepres.com and you can look at my stand-up dates there. Um, and then the plug's at the end, right? For the someone else? No, do it now. Okay. Do it right now. Right now. Um, my best friend just released her first comedy EP. Um, it's called Goodnight Silver Lake. You can buy it at themadisonshepherd.com. Uh, yeah, my friend's Madison Shepard, and she's really funny. And buy her album. She is funny. Awesome. awesome. Joelle. I'm still, despite everyone else doing it for me, going to tell people to buy my book, In Defense of Elitism, <laughs> yeah. Why I'm Better Than You, and You're Better Than Someone Who Didn't Buy This Book. Yeah. Um, which is funny, but also about like the troubles that we're seeing with uh, with populism right now. Yeah. So funny and sad. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Thoughtful and uh, in addition to uh, Danielle's stand-up comedy, which I've enjoyed, and Allison's book, which I blurbed, I'm going to uh, plug going to see Beetlejuice on Broadway. Oh, well, you can. Which, which is being, which is an incredible, shocking success uh, and a really good show that I enjoyed that is being yanked off of the Winter Garden Theater despite having incredible ticket sales for, for reasons that have only to do with Scott Rudin's power yeah. and his ability to move the music man in there using this weird little uh. rule that the Schubert has. Because in the first few weeks, Beetlejuice didn't make enough to, uh, if you don't make enough for two weeks in a row, they can kick you out at any point, no. yeah. according to their contract. And they're using that in order to make Scott Rudin happy. That's upsetting. That's I love really Beetlejuice. Upset. I've heard so many good things about that musical. It's really good. And uh, and I think it's too expensive for them to move it to another theater. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. All right. You have till June. Okay. Thank you. Drennan? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, I've got a couple of podcasts. I got one. Um, it's a uh, it's a comedy sci-fi musical for kids called Bantastic, and it's about like the the biggest band in the universe, They're, like the Beatles of space, and they go to different planets. It's real fun, super goofy. I got a new one coming out called Anyone Can Make a Pop Song, uh, where I have a guest on. We talk about music. We do a little jam. We pick our favorite one, and I give it to pop music producers, and they make a pop song for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, we were talking about the long legs. I'm bringing that back. It's um, it's just a you know, it's an animation. You can find some on YouTube, but we're gonna start making new ones of those. And uh, my album got some new. Just type in my name, Drennan Davis, and uh, I have two things I want to plug for other people. Please. Um, one, you, you reminded me that um, in Broadway, David Byrne's new musical is coming out. It's out? It's out. And I saw it here, and it's just so amazing. It's like Stop Making Sense 2.0. It's just amazing. And then I just saw my friend Rory Scoville. Uh, he has a, a new kind of documentary slash stand-up, uh, and it's just amazing. It's, yeah. it's so good. It, this is a documentary of him doing six days of no material at all. He's just bullshitting in this um, Atlanta club. And there's a whole s- second storyline about this this club and how it became. It, basically, he just staked, staked out this, uh, this abandoned building and broke in and turned it into a comedy club. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you such remind a great... me a tiny bit of him. Of who? Of Rory Scoble. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I love Rory. He's one of my favorites. Very funny. Super funny. 
Love it. Yeah. I'm Dave Holmes. My uh, book, Party of One, is in stores now. I, I will still, I'll say that until the day I die. Exactly, right? <laughs> you got to plug that shit forever. Yeah, yeah. never know. Uh, and I would like to plug uh, a podcast called Scam Goddess. Have you heard it? <gasps> yes. Fucking amazing! Lacey Mosley uh, is super hilarious, and she uh, talks about uh, famous scams and schemes Ooh, and grifts like and whatnot. Cool. And also kind of makes you realize that literally the entire world is a scam. Like every <laughs> law that we have is just something that somebody made up to make more money or whatever. The world is a scam, which is an empowering thing to know. Yeah. I plugged your book to Drennan before we even started. Really? It's, it's not, it true. Was, I didn't even know we were doing plugs. I just said that I recommend your book. Oh, it's really thank funny. you very much. Thanks. Yeah. And she's right. Um, <laughs> Allison Rosen, Drennan Davis, Joel Stein. Daniel Perez, thank you for playing Troubled Waters and you there with the AirPods. Thank you for listening and good job upgrading to the pro. Uh, We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. We'll see you in 2020. Bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Allison Rosen. Yes. Drennan Davis. Hi. Joel Stein. Sure. Daniel Perez. Hey. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.